Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Someone called in from Chicago and asked, why do people look to push a young quarterback past veterans like they always want the young guy to be better than the veterans already and he used as an example Herbert it feels like everyone wants him to be better than Mahomes do you get that impression and why I don't get that impression at all they want to they want to create a a natural rivalry so to speak I don't think they're trying to push him past him how you gonna push him past a guy who's been the MVP two Super Bowls AFC championship Super Bowl MVP AFC championship game after championship game so you, you're not trying to push him past him. All they're trying to do is create some, some sort of rivalry. Every every quarterback, whether it was Manning and Brady for many years, it was Brady and, and, and uh, Ben Roethlisberger would meet up in the playoffs every single year. It's just that's how you create whatever it Ali is. Ali needs Frazier uh, or it's uh, not as interesting. Manning, Manning, it, Manning versus Romo and McNabb versus Romo and Manning versus McNabb and the Eagles and the Giants. You know, it, that's just the way it is. But it, Phillip Rivers and Jay Cutler. Yeah, yeah. But it does feel, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is 26 years old. Young. He's 26 years old. It feels like when you watch him, like this dude is, what is he, 28, 29? Like he's this tenured, experienced veteran. Justin Holmes is only two years. Justin, Justin Herbert. Herbert yeah. It's only two years younger than him. Hey, Justin Holmes. Well, here's Justin, the thing I, about. I made, up a he, new, he, I made up a new player. That's one hell of a player. First of all, if Mahomes, Justin, Justin Mahomes had babies, he'd have to be great. Yeah, Justin that's right. Mahomes. If, if Mahomes never played another down and someone said, should he be in the Hall of Fame, I'd say absolutely. Yeah. Right? And if he never, he's only been in the league five years. He only started four years. I would say, yeah, Hall of Famer but already. You, but if you took Justin Herbert, and you just dropped him into the Super Bowl mm. with everything he's done so far. He looked good. You'd say the same thing about him. Oh, well, okay, <laughs> that's that's a good point. Herbert, the first time we saw him ever as a pro, was last minute, right? He didn't know he was going to start. All of a sudden, he's starting against Mahomes, and he looked to be on the same level of Mah- as Mahomes since day one, and nothing's changed. If anything, he's gotten better and better. So I think part of it, we have a natural you know, urge to see something amazing. So whatever the bar is, we always want to see someone clear that bar, right? Here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to help Jay out on a little bit of basketball stuff right now. Hmm. Justin Herbert is LeBron James, and Patrick Mahomes is Michael Jordan. And what I mean by that when I say this is that Mahomes is better. No, it's not that. Mahomes, it looks different. It looks they, very it different. It looks different in terms of that, that's a great it's comparison. shaky, it's smooth, it flies through the air. It, it, it Justin Herbert is LeBron to the uh, cup because he's big and he's burly, but he can still run. He can still do all, for the most part, everything that Patrick Mahomes does. When he rolls out to the right, his is still, I'm tall, even though I'm out of the pocket, and I'm going to roll to my right, and I'm going to get my shoulders square, and I'm going to throw it. Patrick Mahomes is, I'm going to roll to the right. I'm going to roll a little bit more to the right. I'm going to stop. I'm going to get my shoulders square, and I'm going to slide a little more to my left, and then I'm going to flip it. That's something Jordan would do. But this it's the like, same yeah. thing. Herbert is, There's a glide is beautiful, it, and but a little bit more mechanical, but beautiful. Yeah. Mahomes is 
there's an extra little yeah. wiggle. There's yeah, an extra little, little magic. It's Jordan. To it. now, yeah. where, where LeBron but, would go on a layup, he just go up and boom. Yeah. Where Jordan have to do, he got to put it in his right hand and then switch it back to his left and then finger roll it and up. Somehow hang in the air a little extra. This is like LeBron when LeBron goes to Miami because you're still waiting for. You need to see those championships. You need to see yeah. it equate to championship clutch moments, Max. And that's why with Patrick Mahomes, you're talking about Jordan, that glide, that clutch gene, he's been there. It's, it's proven. You're waiting to see that with her. That, that's exactly right. And, again, I'll say it for the umpteenth time. The interception at the end yeah. was not on Justin Herbert. Okay? It was on the Chargers sideline to not recognize that the young man needed a breather and also – it was on the head. It was also on him to try to figure out how to get out of the game, and he ran a bad route. Justin Herbert threw it. We were supposed to, but once the dude floated and backed out of there, it opened up the gate for the, the DB to go right through. But Key, you said yesterday when we were talking about this, because I said, "Hey, you know, defenses could win games, and we should talk about the real narratives." And you said to me, "You're like, but at the end of the day, did that dude find a way to win?" Yeah. Yeah. So even though even though the, the interception was not his. Was not his fault. When it's all said and done, you still look at it when you're comparing these well, two matchups. You know why, Jay? You're saying, all right. Jay, yeah, you, know why? you know, that's true. You, you're 100% right, Jay. But it's hard for me to sit here right now this morning and look at that game from beginning to end and say what I said yesterday. Because if that Everett, Gerald Everett, doesn't do that. Different game. It's a different game. However, let me say, let me say. It was not let me say at this. all on. Like, if it was, if it was on him. And I'll be like, Key, hold on, hold on. I, I get you. I get it. But here's the thing about Mahomes. Let's say that never happened and they score again. I still don't believe Mahomes loses the game. I get it. He figures no, out a I, way. I get he gives you he a never feeling. had to show us that. Yeah. He never had to show us that. Justin Herbert showed us the, what I talked about yesterday. And Mahomes never had to show us that. Right. It goes back to my saying from Coach Parcells. I love it. Nothing good, good ever happens to that guy. Now, he could be right there. Hit the dude. The guy fumbles. You're getting ready to dive on a max, and all of a sudden, a little rat grabs it right out of the air. <laughs> you right there. You a little made, Max look, Kellerman look, 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 himself. Look, yeah. Max, you made yeah. the tackle. Yeah. You caused the fumble. Yeah. It's the time of glory for you to scoop and score to put us over the hump. And all of a sudden, as you're reaching down to get it to scoop and score, somebody, choo, gone. Yeah. But yeah, it feels, it's like he did everything it, right. It so, feels so crazy. Room. It feels so close because even after he had barbecue ribs, he still threw a laser in there to score a touchdown to make it a three-point game. Think of the game. narrative. Still threw it. Think of the narrative yeah. with the ribs. He's wincing in pain, oh, and he comes out and wins the game. Could you imagine? But it, it goes back to don't matter. It didn't happen. It did happen, and nothing good happened nothing for good. it. Man. I, maybe he's just got to get away from the Chargers. Maybe that's maybe. Philip like, Rivers goes in AFC Championship game. He has an ACL tear. They're trying to beat up on the Patriots. Oh, they lose. Nothing good happened. By the way, even Joe Burrow, you talk about bad franchises, he's on the Bengals, and he's like, he has completely changed the culture of the Bengals. They, But in the end, what happened? And, and something good happened to Mr. Bisky, right? Yeah. He gets drafted second overall pick. He leaves. He goes to Buffalo. New birth. He's the greatest quarterback we've ever seen. Oh, he is? Now, all of a sudden, he signs with Pittsburgh. He goes into Cincinnati. He goes into Cincinnati. <laughs> he's 1-0. Because he's on Pittsburgh. Because he's on Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's still TBD. I'm Mr. just telling you. Uh, because, okay, no, whatever so the ceiling not, is. So I'm wait, not sure so hold that's on. the final he's answer He's still on him. Pittsburgh. They, uh, they, they interview him the other day. What does he say? 
we've got to do this and be more explosive on offense, and we got to do this and do this, and we our defense is giving us the ball, and we've got to score, and we got to do this. But it's my team. Mm. They're not taking this from me. I'm Mitch Trubisky, and I'm the owner of the Pittsburgh Steelers now at the quarterback spot. I'm owning it. Uh, but the point the point is some franchises. Just saying. Some hear, franchises uh, create the environment where something good can happen for a guy. And others create. Like even Joe Burrow, who is – what an amazing run. At the end of the day, last play of the game, Aaron Donald – Gets through and sacks the quarterback with 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 uh, Jamar whatever Chase little, running down the, the sideline. Juju is right. It's like yeah. the whole little stuff. Bengals, that, yeah. Chargers. But, but Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes give you a completely different feeling than Mitchell Trubisky. No, yeah, I, oh, whole, yes. like, I, I hear what you're saying, but like, but like the whole it feels point. like it's right. And Trubisky doesn't like have their that's talent. That's what winning looks like. No, I understand what you're saying, and you don't care for Mr. Trubisky, which is your right, no, no, and no, you no, don't no, care for Matt Nagy. I get it, but the whole point is. My whole point is Pittsburgh, the Steelers, they always win it. Cincinnati, Agreed. they always find a way to lose. They had uh, they had the uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers right there, right where they needed him. He marched down the field, he scored. What did they do, Mr. PAT? Right. Like, like it's just, it's the Bengals. Right, they missed. I get the it. game is over and they win, they escape a disaster. Yeah. Nope, it's, it's the, the Bengals. And, Max and, and the Steelers. I told y'all I knew he wouldn't lose. Yep. Uh, well, still the Bengals, still the Steelers. Yeah. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Look, more on this game. Plus, could the Bears possibly keep it rolling against the Packers? And what would that mean for Justin Fields and the Bears going forward? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Looks like a guy who mentally is exactly where he needs to be as far as his mastery of this offense. Touchdown, Kansas City! A two-yard touchdown pass for Mahomes, his fifth of the game. I always feel like I have something to prove. I mean, I'm, I'm just this guy from Texas Tech, man. That they said they couldn't play in the NFL, so uh, I always had that mindset of going out there and and proving that uh, that we're the Kansas City Chiefs and that we still have a a chance to go out there and win the AFC Championship and then win the AFC West and, and win the Super Bowl.
Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Go to the Listen Live feature. You can hear us anywhere. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. And by the way, you can give us a call on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-729-3776, 888-SAY-ESPN. What you think of that game last night? Pretty good. But Justin Herbert did throw the one pick. Key has broken it down. The tight end needed to come out of the game. He's signaling. No one saw it. He drifted. That wasn't on Herbert. And yet they couldn't get over the Patrick Mahomes hump, right? All right. Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL insider, joins us now. What's going on, Dan? I'm just looking for you guys. You guys aren't here. It's weird. I went into the studio, and it was empty. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh, where'd everybody go? So I'm good, but I'm a little, you know, a little hurt. They didn't get rid of us yet, man. They've been trying for three years, but we're all right. We're still here. We're still here. Still fighting, Dan. We're still fighting. Yeah, that's right. I'm here now. Oh, <laughs> we can sell this thing. That's right. We're going to put a little cream in the coffee and see how that goes. No, listen. Uh, what's the biggest takeaway for you, Dan, from the Chiefs and Chargers last night? Um, that that I think Mahomes is more important to the Chiefs than ever. Like he's there's no like number one receiver. There's probably not even a number one running back. Like it's all this mishmash. And I remember talking to him in training camp, and he talked about how he had to evolve as a quarterback to the point where, you know, he's managing the offense differently than it was when it was like, oh, Tyreek or Kelsey's just going to win their matchup. Uh, And I think you've seen that on display in two games. I was at their game Sunday, and I think you saw it again last night. Protection didn't hold up great. Look, he he made two impossible throws for touchdowns, and they had a pick six. It wasn't like a perfect dominant performance by them by any means, but the Chargers are great. Uh, I think they're going to be a factor all year, and they did what they had to do to win, and, and it seemed like he was, uh, other than the, the kid that ran the interception back, th- that he was the reason for that. He was the difference, and I think it's going to, I think a lot more falls on him than we're even used to. Dan, when you look at last night, and you talked about Patrick Mahomes, but Justin Herbert had the, you know, performance I thought was pretty good. If they win, it's a different conversation this morning. He throws the one interception, which I know wasn't his fault. Right down at the goal line, but what did you make of his performance, especially after the rib injury? Look, he's a stud. Like, I mean, he's going to be great. Everything everybody's saying about him is true. Uh, he's 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 a young player, right? So, like, he has to refine some of his game. Like, that, that, I mean, is he is he throwing everything at one speed sometimes for stretches? Yeah, but, I mean, like, I, I think he can do all of that. Um, he's got everything he needs. That team is stacked. I think if you stack their rosters up and just made like an objective analysis of the two teams, you would say that the Chargers had the better roster. So I think Herbert, assuming, you know, hopefully he's okay. You see the injury here and he was holding his side. But assuming he can, can you know, power through this and play through this and get better uh, physically, I think he's got everything he needs to succeed. Uh, it's going to be fun to watch him grow. I'm, I'm not quite to the point of some people where I'm like, uh, he's already the best player in the league. But um, I think he could be. Including the coach. He said everything he needs to succeed. I thought Staley did a nice job last night, except then not a lot of shots down the field. And you have a guy with an amazing deep ball. See, I thought they adjusted well, though, because they were taking a shot or two early on. The Chiefs adjusted to try and stop it. And then I think the Chargers were smart 
in the second half, the way they moved the ball down the field, you know, a lot of the tight end, obviously the tight end blew it on the interception, but he got them there. I, I thought that that was a, that was a I, I thought it was a really good game, like a, like no, a lot of really yeah, interesting and fun stuff happened. And I thought that the Chargers adjustment offensively in the second half was actually pretty wise. Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL insider, joining us here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Dan, I, I thought that Brandon Staley should have taken – Justin Herbert out after it looked like his ribs got cracked. I mean, I know he came back in the game and yeah. he's a tough player. What say you on that? Well, I mean, yeah, that's that's the that's the push pull in these situations, right? Like if he says he can go back in, if the doctors say he can go back in, you still have a chance to win the game. But it was hard to watch it, right? And if I'm the coach and I know that, you know, my future, the franchise's future, you know, sort of rest on this guy, plus not to mention his own, um, it would have been tempting. But, you know, I Man, yeah. no, I, I take him out, Dan. After I saw the 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 uh, scramble and he just throw the ball on the ground. Yeah. At that point, you got to come out. But then he hits a then he hits a perfect throw. I know, I get it. No, I get it. For a touchdown, I, I, and then he throws a touchdown pass. Like no, it's, I get it. But like, I, mean, I got to take him out. Right, but I mean, you guys played this. You know, played pro sports at like the highest level. Like the intensity of it in the moment. You can look back at, or or from from the couch and say you could take him out, but like that's no, I get it, right? I, no, I get right. it. But the problem, <laughs> the problem that I had at that in that moment after that throw, you know the one I'm talking about where he just was like, I can't, yep, I got Yep, he could have run for it, decided yeah, not to. I'm yeah, not, I, I take him out because at that point it's one game. Yep, I got 14, 15 more games to go. I got my career riding on this. Yeah, I, I just, you know what I'm saying, like. Yeah, that, that's just I, I probably would have waved a white flag at that point. Yeah, it's just it one one game, but the game. I mean, like that I know, is a game. I, I like, get this it. Is, but he looked like he yeah, was. No, I know it's yeah. tough. I mean, it, it's it was hard to watch him sort of hobble around like that because he's obviously in a lot of pain. Speaking of people hobbling around, Aaron Rodgers is hobbling around the young receivers in Green Bay. Should he? Should we? Or y'all? Because I'm not worry about. These young receivers and Aaron Rodgers moving in the right direction and him staying patient with these guys? I, I think it, I think it'll get figured out with the receivers. I do. I, I think their bigger problem right now is those two starting tackles that aren't in. And if they can't play again this week, you know, that, that doesn't set them up. Well, look, they should be able to beat the Bears. I, I don't think the Bears have much. But that, that, I think, is an issue as they try and get the receiver thing worked out. I, I think Aaron Rodgers believes, the coaching staff believes, the receivers believe that, that it will get worked out. It will take time to get everybody on the same page. But that ultimately, he's Aaron Rodgers, and this is why you have him. This is why you pay him. Um, in the short term, I think the bigger problem is, is sort of making sure he has the time uh, to make this work. And while they don't have Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins, I think it's going to be more difficult. Dan, how do you think the Bears and Justin Fields – kind of build upon beating San Francisco in week one yeah I mean obviously if they go into Lambeau Field and win Sunday night that would be massive um but I think you know they they take a lot out of that game I think if you're the Bears you take a lot out of that game because you showed the toughness to come back your quarterback showed you uh what you want in a franchise quarterback a first round quarterback that you want to build around for the long term I mean look if they can if they can generate a pass rush, if they can make a play or two on defense, and if they can, you know, keep some drive, you know, put some long drives together, maybe with some more of this, I think they'll probably run Justin Fields more than they did in that slop uh, on Sunday. Um, you know, that maybe they can, maybe they can steal another one. But I think that's how it would have to look. They'd have to probably get some turnovers 
uh, on defense, which is very, very difficult when you're playing Aaron Rodgers. Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL insider, who will be covering the Bears and the Packers mm-hmm. in Lambeau this Sunday for us on ESPN, joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and, of course, Max. Um, <laughs> Dan, <laughs> my Super Bowl favorite, obviously, the Saints have had Tom Brady's number. Yeah. Uh, 0-4, Brady faces the Saints. He's dropped them, except in the playoffs when he took care of business. How do you think the Bucks get that little bad taste out of their mouth and things turned around, if at all, against my fighting Saints? Well, I think if they could get some wide receivers to practice today, it would be good, right? Because they, those guys have been I – mean, Evans hasn't practiced. Julio Jones hasn't practiced. Russell Gage was did not practice and limited. Godwin's out. Fournette's been limited. I, I just feel like they, they got to get healthy and, and to be this banged up. Donovan Smith, the left tackle, hasn't practiced this week. He's got an elbow injury. So – they, they need to get healthy, and they need to figure this out because the Saints' defense takes a lot of pride in its record against Tom Brady since he went to the Buccaneers, and, and they believe that they match up very well against him and that they're sort of designed to beat him. So they're going to be playing with a great deal of confidence, and I think uh, you know Brady is not going into this game in the best situation in terms of you know coming off of last week and in terms of you know the offense wasn't fantastic last week now it's banged up uh he's obviously as we've been discussing for weeks dealing with some other stuff uh that isn't related to football so I I just don't think this sets up great for Tampa Bay uh, against a team that has had their number I, I mean I guess the Saints have some injury issues they're working through too Kamara looks like he's banged up but I, I I like the Saints in this one. Mm. Yeah, but that injury report, by the way, for week two might be one of the all-time yeah. greats. If you could just put that roster on the field, two of the best receivers in the game, one of the best receivers of all time, a Super Bowl-level like MVP-type running back. They got all kinds of guys on that injury report. That's Dan Graziano. The Bucks do. ESPN NFL insider. Thanks, Dan. R.D. Jay? Yeah, okay. You are going to give us your lock-in bet of the weekend is anything ever a lock you better lock it you better lock it no you lock it you lock it the answer could be a yes today it's a lock as kj and max lock it in but it's a lock lock. all right we're gonna lock it in guys you want my lock max i do of course i want your lock jay i'm I'm, I'm gonna see if key thinks is a lock so we all came off that game and this is where I give credit where credit is due. Key's been talking about Geno Smith. Both Max and I are like, ah, Geno. The way Geno looked in the first half. You look great. In week one, wow. Yep. The way they played, the way that defense held up on the goal line, forcing two fumbles, wow. Yeah, we could have just played Key's commentary in the week leading up to the game over the game, and it would have described what happened. So I think there's a lot on the line here. And, and granted, I don't think it's going to – there's not going to be a knee-jerk reaction with Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers with Trey Lance not starting moving forward. But I often have said that these first two games against the Bears and the Seahawks, that's for Trey Lance to get his sea legs up underneath him for a team that has a defense and has some pieces that can be an NFC Championship game when it's all said and done, right, with Jimmy G waiting on the sideline. But after watching the Seahawks play and that defense, how they made that turn, uh, seeing that San Francisco at home is an eight-and-a-half-point favorite, I'm taking that all day long. That You get I'm a taking touchdown that all day and then some, you're and taking some, those I'm points. Taking that. Yeah, I'm taking yeah, those yeah. points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a lock with Seattle. I, I Would you love agree, that Keith? pick. Um, 
Wait, Seattle? No, 49ers, eight and a half point favorite at home. Eight and a half points you're getting if you take if you at take home uh, in San Francisco. In San Francisco. But those N- a- those NFC West teams travel well. That's what I'm saying, they man. They play each other tough on uh, even a wet no game. You know? it, it, it's tough. Yeah. Eight and a half point favorite. I don't. I th- first of all, I think Seattle wins the game. So oh, so you there you go. There you go. That's the answer. It's a lock. Seattle wins. There you go. It's a lock. So it's a lock. I'm saying that's why it's a lock. I think it's a toss up type game. So I agree. If you're gonna get eight and a half points, eight lock it up. Eight, eight, eight in the hook. hook. Lock eight it up. Eight in the hook. Lock it in. Yeah. There's James. You were wondering what I was looking at when I kept pointing to the screen and looking because it was a magical. And I didn't tweet, text, or do anything. The makeup lady came over. Mm-hmm. And and she saw the same thing I saw, which is my nose was shiny. Mm-hmm. Jay's, Jay's head, head is bald <laughs> and shiny. And you look like you had two cucumbers on your face. Yeah, I got, I'm got. i death warmed over right <laughs> so, now. So I'm but I looking, still have the cucumbers because so I, I didn't get wait. makeup. You got three so and a half I hours look, of sleep no, after watching this. Check this out, though. When I happened to look at the screen, that's what I was pointing to. I'm like, look at yourself. You're orange everywhere else, and then you got like Uh-oh, two orange agent. I'm telling orange you, Max, the orange got, agent. Look, look, oh look yeah, at the cucumbers. Yeah, right? yeah. And so, Sunglasses. That's so, why. Yeah. I, I know. So yeah. she came over to put the makeup on your face, and you were like, oh, "I'm fine now." I was like, yeah. "No, you're not." No, well, I'm still a cucumber. I got still got a couple cucumbers on <laughs> my like face. Now, in the tanning well, bed. Well, when the shot came from the back of my head, like I got a damn eight ball live on TV. No, I could. I saw shiny, and I had the nose that looked like Rudolph. It was shiny. <laughs> And, and she just came from the other building watching us and took a look. It was like, y'all got to get makeup on. Man. No, you know what it is, though? Because, I, because I'm doing this, then I do uh, this just in. I'm not done till 3 p.m. If I put makeup on my face at 7.30 in the morning, my, it messes up my skin by 3 o'clock. You, you know what I mean? Take it off. I, and then I got to put it on again. Yes, so even fine. the stuff you use to take it off, it's, all the, it's too much. You get, the organic, you get the organic wipes the, 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 with the... Uh, See? I have those. Oh, you mean for my face. Okay, listen. (laughs) Keyshawn, J. Well, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. Men with makeup. Protect the stuff you love with renter's insurance. Visit Progressive.com. So. How about this? What's that? No, go ahead. Oh, that's what I say? Is that one of my things that I say? How about this, guys? Yeah. All right, sure. I like it. How about this? I like it. Tua Tungavailoa. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You know, they didn't want Justin Herbert more than him. They wanted what, two what more do you think, What do you think they were doing last night as they were watching the game? Oh, Those executives. Oh, oh. goodness. And nothing Chris against Greer, two of them. what's oh. going on? But Justin Herbert, boy, no, he they, could spin they, That's it. not what they were doing. They were making – you know what they were doing? He shouldn't have made that throw. Yeah, he didn't hit the back foot right. They're going to convince themselves. <laughs> talk themselves, talk into themselves out of it. Yeah, right, right. Out right. Of into their it. decision. Wait, 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 decision. Yeah. Is this after – they listened to Tua talk about how difficult it is to be a small yes. quarterback. Yeah. But they, He's like, because, if, 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 if I can't see you, you can't see me. One of the things that oh. they never want to <laughs> oh, admit man. that they may have made a mistake. All right. Here's, so you got to talk yourself okay. into something. Jay just brought something up. Listen to Tua Tagovailoa at the Dolphins uh, at, at the presser. Listen. For me, if I, for, for instance, if we have a slant and we have like an over-the-ball player and like another player in the alley in a flat, for me, I can't see because I'm not the biggest guy out there. So if I can't see you, you can't see me, I can't get you the ball. Uh, And like spacing with the guys. So 
If you can't see me, get somewhere to where you can't see me, then I can see you, then get I can some, hit you. Get somewhere. Justin Herbert see everything, wait, every play. Wait, hold on, no. <laughs> Justin <laughs> Herbert see everything, every play. So, wait, I sent this to the group text yesterday. No, yeah. but wait, Jay. And he walked in and said, see, that, that, see that's right. that right there is why I can't do it. I Did he just it. say, get somewhere where I can't see you? Yeah. Yes, pretty much. Okay, so first of all, I'm a receiver, and I'm doing what you're asking me to do. I can't all of a sudden... If we call in a slant, go do something different. It doesn't work that way, too. So I don't understand what he means by get somewhere where I can see you. I'm running a route. If they call me to run an 18-yard dig, shave back down to 17, 16 and a half, there's no way. There's I, no time I, to I get it right. I can't run an out when they're calling a dig because I got somebody on. It just, yeah. It, it, to a, no. This is why. It is frustrating. Y'all always trying to corner me when I start talking about smaller individuals at certain positions. And Jay always like, try to corner me. Your and name say, right into now it, it's y'all, but he said it's small. No, yeah. he said smaller well, individuals, and he y'all. made sure to put your name yeah, next to smaller first. individuals. No, okay, so y'all, you, I'm just use you two. Well, not Max amongst. is way smaller than me. No, that, I'm not talking about y'all size. I'm talking about <laughs> when I talk about the smaller guys. He's got at about two, three inches on me. Certain yeah. positions. Why I don't like? Oh, you just don't like Kyler Murray? No, I can't see his ass. That is a problem. Well, I like wait. big, strong. Justin Herbert Vinny doesn't matter Testaverde. where you are on the field. Brad Johnson, yeah. Vinny Testaverde, Jameis Winston, Tommy Brady, uh, Lamar Jackson. I like. I need to be able to see it come out yeah, it, of your hand. Explain that to me because yeah. that's what you said to me yesterday, and it made sense. The way it comes off your hand, seeing it come off your hand. Matters so, as a Sounds like out. a batter seeing a pitcher like the spin well, on the actually, ball. Actually, that's exactly right. I need to see the rotation of the ball come off your wrist. I can judge based on the rotation of the ball, the velocity. I can judge where the ball is potentially going, whether it's going to go sail over my head, whether it's going to take a dive right before it gets to me, whether it's going to go left or right. I can tell based on the rotation. But if I'm running a route, and that ball comes out of nowhere because I can't see you a la Doug Flutie in the Pro Bowl when I played with him. I ran I was running a couple times, but I was running an in cut, and I'm running across. Or maybe it was a shallow cross. Yeah, probably it was a shallow cross. I'm running across, and I'm like, where in the hell <laughs> is this dude? <laughs> the ball comes and out of nowhere. The ball yeah. comes out of nowhere. And I, I mean, I, obviously, I got glovey, so I caught it. But it was one of those, oh, my God, how did this happen? Came up you on know, you. Know it came yeah. up on me. So that's the reason I like six foot four. I, I need to be able to see it. I, and, and, and Justin Tua, Herbert's six foot six. Without me even saying anything, I had nothing to do with what Tua said. Tua explained the situation as I explained it to y'all many moons ago. He's too little. You know. So let me ask you a question. So like a guy like Drew Brees, right? Yeah. Similar frame, similar Sim- size. Similar. Right, the accuracy is something that is unique. That's what you hear Tyreek Hill talk a lot about with Tua, like the accuracy of it. So it, it can be done. It's just more difficult. It can obviously it can be done. There's a lot of smaller guys that are much smaller than their offensive linemen that play height wise that play in the National Football League and have a lot of success at doing it. Everybody's not six plus, right? But when you are five eleven and challenge to be able to do some things. And you got to like stand Max. tall. Yes. You got to stand tall like Drew Brees on your tippy toes to deliver the football. 
he mastered that, but he also understood the windows and the lanes and how to di- distribute the football. And on top of that, if you notice, everything in his career was pretty much on the outside where he could see things. And a great mm-hmm. real clear, coach, too. And he had one of the best offensive minds at the, in the modern era of football, in a Sean dome. Payton, in a dome and all that sort of stuff. So, real quick. He can get 10, 11 games is, easy in a year in great weather. This yeah. is the analogy I'd use, Jay. Pitchers want to hide the ball as long as possible, right? So it comes out of nowhere. Yeah. You don't want to get a good, clean look at the ball. That doesn't mean that those pitchers don't sometimes get hit, right? Because you can pick it up, but it's more difficult. So I, I would say that's the analogy. The receiver with a shorter, from what I'm hearing from Key, with a shorter quarterback, it can be done, but you're making it more difficult. Not more difficult. I need easy. Will the Bears win another game this week? Is this possible? They're going to start two and could they possibly beat the Packers? From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply.
Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, ESPN2, Sirius XM Channel 80. We're on your smart speaker. Say, play ESPN Radio. We pop up. And importantly, if you have the ESPN apps, probably already on your phone. If not, just download. It takes five seconds. But if you do, go to the Listen Live feature. Take us with you wherever you go. You can hear this show live on the ESPN app. Bears versus Packers this weekend. Keyshawn J. Willemax, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Bears versus Packers this weekend is NFL Hot Ticket. Hot Ticket is brought to you by Vivid Seats, where you earn rewards with every purchase. Vivid Seat Rewards is your ticket to more tickets. Vivid Seats, life happens live, and we are joined now by ESPN Bears reporter Courtney Cronin. Good morning, Courtney. Hi, guys. How are you? Morning. What's up, Courtney? Of course, the host of Game Night on ESPN Radio tomorrow, 9 p.m. Eastern. What was the buzz in, in the locker room like, Courtney, coming out of the last game? They were confident. I mean, there's music playing. They're, you know, everybody's soaking wet and just like disgusting from doing the slip and slide on the field at, at Soldier Field. And, you know, that was that was a locker room of guys who really fought hard. I mean, that game was a mess. The conditions were terrible. They were down 10 to 0 at halftime. The offense couldn't generate anything. And all of the, you know, gifts, so to speak, that defense was coming away with, the peanut punch early on and, you know, really trying their best to to pin the 49ers back. But the, the offense just was not able to capitalize on that. So in the second half, when they can finally get something going because of the incredible athleticism of their quarterback breaking open that broken play on a 50, that 51-yard touchdown to Dante Pettis, it showed them, okay, we can overcome some of our our own issues out there, some of the things that you can't control, some of the things that were self-inflicted, some of the things that weren't, just like the awful weather conditions, and that they can gut out a win like that, I think that really gave that room confidence. I was talking with Robert Quinn, defensive end, after the game, just about, you know, what does this do for the younger guys, the guys who are still trying to buy in and, and get on the same page with the coaching staff? And he said, well, this is, you know, it gives them the, the belief. Like, everybody outside of this locker room may think that we're going to not be such a great team this year. Year, but wins like this, moments like this, and the way that they grind, grinded that win out, that's what gives them the belief that it could, it can be better than at least what the outside perception is going to be this year. Justin Fields picked up his first victory, obviously, in that terrible weather in Chicago last week against the 49ers. Where, Courtney, does Justin's confidence level sit right now? I think it's pretty high. I mean, he's he's a he's a confident dude. I sat down with him during the preseason just to talk about kind of where his head's at going into this year and I think the taste that he had in his mouth from last season and how much they lost. Like this is a kid really like going back to high school, he wasn't on losing teams. And that when when that when you first experience that at a time where this is becoming your job for real, making a lot of money doing it. Like, I think that that's a really hard thing to stomach. So, you know, where he was at in this game and how he was able to overcome, like there's there's certainly a ton of things that they have to clean up. I mean, that first quarter, first half was brutal. Like, they couldn't move the ball. They tried to commit to the run. They ran 19 times. They went nowhere. And, of course, you can factor a lot of that in with just it was a deluge. It was not great. But – things broke open and changed. Like, they don't win this game if he doesn't scramble the way that he did on that 51-yard uh, touchdown to Dante Pettis. They don't that, – that's just that's just how this offense is built, and I do think that there is kind of a fine line of if, if you want this offense to take the next step, Fields 
has got to not be in situations where he's constantly doing things like that. But it's if it's required of him, it's required of him, and that's exactly what they got for him to turn a broken play that any other quarterback not named Justin Fields probably wouldn't have been able to make a throw like that and buy time, like turn that into a touchdown, and then they rip off three touchdowns on – you know, back-to-back-to-back possessions to come from behind and take the win. And, it, I mean, it says so much about what he was able to do. And also on the flip side of that, you know, just kind of where things fell apart for Trey Lance. I mean, not a great situation for him in his debut. I still think it's too early to judge. Like, do do we think he's the guy? Do we not think he's the guy? But Field showed you in a moment that he would have kind of had the built-in excuse of everything around me is falling apart, that he can – lock yeah. in when everything else is going wrong and, and be able to overcome that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Courtney Cronin, ESPN Bears reporter, joins us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Let me follow that up real quick. Courtney, you're on the ground uh, in Chicago. What did the fans feel like with disgruntled ex-Bears offensive coordinator Mike Martz called out Justin Fields' play? It felt like Justin Fields is not a good young quarterback in the National Football League last week. How did the people in the Bears country on that ground feel? Yeah, so I remember seeing the clip and like listening back to it, and it kind of sounds like it might have been the byproduct of bad editing. And I'm usually not somebody to ever blame anything on that, but he was he clarified it. But we had him on here locally at ESPN 1000 that he was talking about Trey Lance, and he said that he felt that Fields had played well in that game. I don't think that that just I mean he was really piling on on Trey Lance and I think that there was some blurred lines there that people thought he was talking about or it was made to sound like he was talking about Justin Fields but it wasn't um I feel like with like the national media as I'm using like air quotes and like all of these you know people who are working for whatever because I think Mike Martz is at the 33rd team now um like that that's been the same thing all off season though where the you know people who people who know football no, no no discredit there but like people who know football take a look at this team and realize that they have a very tough uphill battle to fight this year which is that's true like you can't you can't sugarcoat that and I don't know I just feel like since the Bears have heard this so many different times whether it's Mike Mart saying it there was um, I think he made comments about it earlier he it wasn't he the one who said that like this team is worse than the own sixteen Lions. Um, a couple weeks ago. So, I mean, I feel like they've, they've heard this stuff repeatedly, um, at least like inside that building, and doesn't seem to bother them all that much. Of course, the fan base hears it, and they you know, are love to jump on people who don't have the same opinion that this team's a playoff contender, but there is a fine line uh, of like, mm-hmm. you know, just looking at this through an objective lens like some people do, and then, you know, something like that. So, Courtney, with this game being up, what do you think is going to happen? We have... 30 seconds, not even Courtney. Shoot. Yeah, no, I'm, I knew we were going up against the hard out. I mean, I you got an angry Aaron Rodgers, Jay. I don't I don't think uh, Christian Watson's dropping a 75-yard touchdown pass. I think that the Packers will end up winning this one at home, but I think the Bears still look pretty good. Okay. Mm, that is Courtney okay. Cronin, ESPN Bears reporter, host of Game Night on ESPN Radio. That's tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern. Thanks, Courtney. Good talking Thank to you, Courtney. No problem. Thanks, guys. All right, coming up next, guys. I love this. I'm about to say words that I really, truly love. Why we're more confident in the Giants than the Jets right now. G-Man. Big Blue. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.